conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Let's talk cricket now. Um, the name of this article that crossed our desk was How Denisha Devnarian Got Her Ideal Job. So let's start with that question. Uh, Denisha is head coach of both the South African Women's Under-19 side and the Women's National Academy as well. Denisha, thanks very much for joining us. How did Denisha Devnarian get her ideal job? for having me um, and good evening to all the listeners um, <laughs> uh, that's a good question actually I, I I would hope that I've earned it and I've worked really hard for it um, but yeah definitely my ideal job uh, obviously something I'm really passionate about uh, yeah but what an honor I think to obviously fulfill your passion um, and I just think you know just playing the game a lot and uh, you know, at first, this wasn't my first career choice. Um, I did try the study in route, um, but it just kept leading me to the field. <laughs> you applied for the KwaZulu-Natal men's under-19 side? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> you took, you wanted to coach that side? Um, to be honest, I just wanted to rattle a few feathers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite content at the KZN women's team. and You know, to be honest, I wasn't being challenged. Um, and so in my interview uh, process mm. was also they also shortlisted me for that job right. <laughs> and he was like what are you doing here <laughs> and I was like no I do I, I, you know I just want to challenge myself as a coach and um, I just want to see what opportunities they offer me and then thankfully <laughs> I, got a, I, got, I got a step up and um, yeah this is where I am now Okay, just just so we know, uh, you might have done it to ruffle some feathers, but you are qualified to coach the under-19 boys. There's no reason you couldn't have done it, right? No, definitely. No, I would like to think so. Mm. Um, and, you know, I think after, like, I think the more I coach, the more I want to get challenged. And it's not to say that I'm not getting challenged in the women's game. Mm. I just think, you know, with everything being said, with cricket being a male-dominated sport and that sort of thing, you know, after obtaining my level coaching, it was still very male-dominated. And I just want to show, well, not show people, but maybe prove to myself and and make a point to prove in, sense, in the sense of, you know, a female can do this. And, you know, it's, it, it doesn't have to be gender specific. Mm. Uh, Denisha, obviously, Cricket South Africa is having a bit of a tough time now with the, the transformation saga that's been happening, what, over a month or so now. What is the current state of women's cricket at CSA? I think it's very development at the moment. Um, look, um, we are in Women's Month, um, so there is a lot of coverage that the women are getting at the moment. Uh, what I'd like to see more is that it doesn't just happen for Women's Month. You know, I'd like to see a lot more initiatives being put in place for the women's team. Um, look, they did grow a lot, I and mean, from when I played to where the team is now, it is a lot more professionalized. Uh, in terms of contracts and incentives, commercial rights, that sort of thing. Uh, but like I said, it's still developing at the moment. Um, cricket gets professionalized, but that's very really long term from now on. I guess getting into a semi-final at the Cricket World Cup didn't hurt either to raise the level of the game. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Uh, if we did pull the win off, I think it would have been more glorified here in South Africa. Yeah. And definitely women's cricket would have been um, a bigger spectrum in terms of uh, spectators and maybe sponsors, perhaps. So, unfortunately, we didn't. Uh, and that was a duck with Lewis. 
Are you as bitter as I am, Denisha? I think I still am. <laughs> Good. I think it still gives me nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we were robbed, right? Yeah, yeah, that was just it was unfair. <laughs> but you know what? What's meant to be will be, and mm. if not then, then, then very soon enough. We've we got to take a quick ad break, but I want to talk to you quickly. How, when it comes to development players, black players in particular, because that's what Cricket South Africa is in trouble for at the moment, you're involved yeah. with the under-19 side of the National Academy. How involved are you in making sure that the correct players are put in there and there isn't discrimination at your level, which is just beneath the national level? Yeah, you know, I think it's a very important filter, actually. Uh, you know what, the best thing I can do is obviously I have to be truthful to myself, truthful to the process. And you know, it's just about leveling the playing field so that every single girl or every single lady has an opportunity to play. Um, and, and a lot of hard work is going to have to come from my side because I would love to touch all regions in South Africa. Mm. So I plan on having a lot of uh, regional camps where I'll go to the smaller union, they call it. So. And spend the same time that I would spend at a big union. And um, not to say, like, I wouldn't just pick on talent or stats, because obviously I would love to know the background and, you know, um, obviously, like, what tools or or how accomplished they are in the game. So that's really important for me. So I think it's going to be a a massive task for me to get all of that in order. But I do want to cover all bases and, and make sure that each for each girl has a fair opportunity. My guest is Denisha Divnarian. She's got her ideal job now. She's the, both the coach of the under-19 side and the Women's National Academy, obviously ex-Protea player as well. We'll chat to her a little bit more about her playing time after the break. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Uh, head coach of the South African Women's Under-19 side of the Women's National Academy, Denisha Divnerian, joins us now. Uh, take me back to your playing days, Denisha. How long ago was it that you decided, all right, I'm I'm not going to be able to bowl a ball in anger again? <laughs> um, yeah, I had a bit of an up-and-down career, actually. Uh, so, obviously, got selected in 2008. Um, and then I kind of retired in 2013. Um, I was going through some personal problems. Um, and then in 2015, I had a really good season. And then I decided to play cricket again for my country. And then officially 2016, I retired from international cricket. But I played for the Cavid and ladies team up until the season that just passed. Okay. Uh, what what did you what did you like most? Uh, obviously, wearing wearing the captain's cap for the pro tiers must have been fantastic. Well, what was the best moment of your life? I think, yeah, probably that's going to be really up there. Uh, I mean, to captain your country is one of the mm. highest honors you can achieve. Mm. But um, I think the biggest thing for me is that every day that I've got an opportunity to leave that jersey and sing the national anthem, gives me goosebumps. And I watch the ladies play and, you know, and I still sing the national anthem at home. And that's still something that's really close to my heart. Uh, there's a lot of things that I do miss. But, um, yeah, like I said, my highest honor would probably to to, to just have an opportunity to captain the side. Um, and, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that mm. as well. Uh, when, 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 you're, when you're given that phone call, how does it work when you're told you're the captain of the Proteus? <laughs> I think I was in Peter Marisburg at the time, and I was, 
actually um, up in Hilton College. We were busy with the Sun Pole tournament. Mm. And um, I got a call from the selector and he says, Misha, I'd just like to know that you're going to tour to Ireland. And I was like, yeah, that's fantastic. Thank you so much. And, and he says, no, you, and you're going to captain the side. And I think maybe for, I think five minutes I was silent. <laughs> Um, gosh, I just wanted to scream and, you know, like tell everyone. Um, but I promise you, what? It's, 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 it's an I can't describe the feeling. But it's something, it's like you have an out of body experience. Um, and then you get to the business end and, you mm. know, that coin toss. And then you're like, oh, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> did you win your first coin toss? Yeah, I did. <laughs> there we go. After that, it's, everything's and okay. <laughs> and the, oh, there we go. Problem solved. Yeah, I was just thinking now aloud the difference between boys and girls. Uh, I was going to say it's every boy cricket player's boys team here when he's when he's he's playing street cricket. He's pretending to be Mackay and Teen, He's pretending to be Alan Donald. Whoever. When you were a little girl, did you have somebody to pretend to be? Uh, actually, not. I, if I must be honest, I was actually my first love was soccer, um, and it was actually my dad that said I was. Cricket. I couldn't understand it at the time because I, I ran for a ball across the field and, and then my eldest brother, he really enjoyed cricket and we started walking and I said, okay, fine, I'll give it a shot. Um, and then I realized well, I played it the more better I was at it or, or got at it. Um, and then I obviously joined the women's club and it started becoming a big thing. Mm. I had like an idol throughout the, my playing career. Um, there's, there's different aspects of technical skills that I like in different players, but if I could get anywhere close to someone, it would probably be Lance Kuzner. And I think when I was in primary school, I think I had his bowling action too. <laughs> <laughs> Banging in hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the long sleeves. Did you always wear long sleeves? Lance Kuzner always wore long sleeves, didn't he? Well, I was like very small, but so my short sleeves <laughs> ended up like <laughs> his jersey was too big for him as well for some odd reason. And and as a and as a coach, what have where where have you got your inspiration to be a coach and, and a mentor? Oh, um, I think the whole coaching thing for the coaching side. Um, there was a lot of time that we had off, and a few of us would just go down to the net. And to be honest, that we. I had my most gratification from. Um, you know, I was so happy doing that. And even to that point, I said, maybe I'll be coaching on the side. Mm. But then it started to become a purpose thing for me. And there um, again, I have, I, don't, I have a lot of people that um, support me with that. You know, I just completed a, a coach, a, sorry, a course with Gary Kirsten, um, his coach ed course which was fantastic, and, and he played a, a mental role over 12 weeks as well. Mm. Uh, but look, uh, also up close, there's, there's a guy that was my caving coach when I got selected for the protest team. His name was Simon. He played a massive role in my coaching as well. Um, and um, obviously my coaching manager at Kevin and Cricket Union, he's been very supportive as well in my, in my growth as, as, a, as a coach. Explain to me what you would do at under nineteen and uh, and academy level. The, the 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 talent that is coming your way and that you're identified are pretty damn good at their job. By the time you get hold of them, so what do you do as a coach? Yeah, um, there is a fine 
if you look at the National Academy squad, those are girls that some of them maybe played for the protest and couldn't quite stay there. Uh, some just had left school, has potential, but needs to break through. Um, it's a little bit tricky in that sense because you also want to teach them good values of sustaining a good life. So they're not professional co- uh, contracted players, but mm. you need them to still perform and do well at life, if that makes sense. Yes. So, yeah, so there we're going to, so then my plan is obviously try to be as very professional as we can in the way we go about processes to make it to the top. And once they make it to the protest site, I hope that they don't come back down to me because then I'm failing at my job. Uh, you know, I want to create match winners uh, for my country, and obviously that's it. I want them to stay at the highest level. And then when it comes to the under-19 squad, there is a lot of work to do because our under-19 structure in South Africa, we just played one week of cricket, and, you know, most provinces only train three months for that. Mm. But now, um, you know, if you're looking to prepare for the World Cup, I'm going to see these guys more often, and I'm going to need them to train throughout the year. But my relationship with the framework coaches or the women coaches back at the provinces becomes so vital because I, I won't have the pleasure of seeing them every week or every month. So, you know, I've got to have this good relationship with the coach where I can touch bases and, you know, we can take the, the growth cricket forward. It, it's certainly a more difficult job than rocking up at a training field and then going and play a cricket match. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, just, just go back to being a player. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, else, what else could you do, though, Denisha? Um, what else could I do differently? No, no. What, would, what else would you, if you weren't cricket, what would you do? <laughs> if it wasn't cricket, oh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> you haven't look, even thought about it. What? Yeah, yeah. Look, um, you know, I I did study. My first degree was BCom, which it was interesting. <laughs> and look, I qualified, and I still didn't go through with that. I, I just couldn't see myself being in an office, and yeah. then I tried. Become human resource management, and then I qualified again, and I wasn't even close to the office either. Yeah. So, um, gosh, if not a coach, probably like a marine biologist or something to do with the environment. Nice. Actually, I also like astrology, so it's two different fields. So, sure. I think I'm, I think I'm safe with coaching because otherwise I'll be very confused. <laughs> uh, do you, what are, What are the ambitions? You want to pro You want to coach the proteas? Yeah, definitely. Middle- definitely, and. Gonna, and also, I would love to coach a men's team, a was, franchise team or a men's protein. I was going to say, when the, when the protein's men's type job opens, you're going to apply, aren't you? Definitely. definitely. I, I love it. Denisha Divnarian, thank you very much. Uh, South African women's under-19 side of the Women's National Academy coach as well. She got the job after applying for the men's under-19 side.